Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome back to part two of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me as always, the other co-editor, Dave Schofield, and our podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis. And part two, it never changes. This is where we get down to all the fun stuff. We get into our bold predictions, our game picks. Uh, we talk about our X factors over under trivia. That's right. We got it all for you right here in part two. So sit back and relax. We'll have some fun. Let's start with X factors, gentlemen. Offensive and defensive X factors. Let's go with the offensive side of the football first. And we'll start with Brian. Brian, who's your X factor for the Steelers going into this week 10 matchup? So I've been thinking about this and I might have used him before, but I think Eric Ebron is going to go off in the second half of the season. Now he has about 285 yards and three touchdowns on the year. 29 receptions. You know, if you double that, that's a 60 catch season. That's great. I expect him to more than double it. He has a rapport with Ben Roethlisberger right now. He is really finding his way. He is happy in Pittsburgh and he wants to ball out. I'm expecting him to actually tie the Steelers record for tight ends for touchdown receptions with eight. So that would mean he would get five in the second half of the season, I expect him to get to this weekend. Ebron is becoming more and more important to that team as we go down the stretch. Dave Schofield, offensive X Factor is who? <laughs> it's Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> I mean, that's that's it every each and every week. It really is. I mean, I, I could get fancy and talk about the offensive line or something there, but really it, it's going to come down to Ben. He's gotta he he's gotta you know pass the protocol. And get into it because whether, I mean, it's basically even his availability. 
So if he's coming in and he's able to play, if he can step in and and run the offense just like he would have if he would have practiced all week, although he doesn't practice all week because he doesn't start till Thursday, um, then it's then it's fine. It's really going to be one: does he play, and two: please don't take a half to have to wake up like they have in some games simply because he he wasn't there this week. So needs to get it rolling and get this offense going. This offense is not easy to track any type of trend. They don't have a lot of trends, right? When you think they're a running team, they can't run the ball, right? When you think that Chase Claypool's the guy, they go to someone else. But there is a trend developing, and that person is my X Factor this week. Does anyone know who it is? It is a number 19, (laughs) Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster. He is becoming the safety blanket for Ben Roethlisberger. They are scheming him open on especially those crucial third downs. His production has been there. It's been more steady over the last three games, and it has been all season. And probably, I would say the production has been the steadiest out of all the offensive weapons that they've had in that same time period. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is on the path to seeing more and more production. He's still going to need help. He's going to need people like Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool and Eric Ebron, like Brian mentioned, to get open and to do their part. But I see that Roethlisberger is trusting Juju more and more and more. To me, it started in Tennessee when he threw him that what would have been a game-clinching touchdown. It got tipped up in the air and intercepted. We know that. But that's trust for to make that play. And when it, when Ben Roethlisberger is going to be missing the entire week's worth of practice, when you come back, a lot of times you have to go with what you're most comfortable with. Who would that be? Juju Smith-Schuster. And so that's why I think Juju is my X Factor this week in Week 10. Let's go to defense. Brian, we'll start with you. Who's your defensive X Factor for the Steelers? Okay, you are going to love this one because it's going to come out of nowhere and you're going to think I'm crazy, so bear with me on this. B.J. Finney. (laughs) No, no, no. Are you ready? No, you're going to love it. I'll tell you. The Cincinnati Bengals traded away Carlos Dunlop for B.J. Finney. And with the fact that Carlos Dunlop is gone, and you heard Mike Tomlin say the other day that we do not miss Carlos Dunlap. This is huge for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So what I'm saying that the defensive X factor in this game is BJ Finney, it's because he's there in place of Carlos Dunlap, and the Steelers are going to feast on this defense. (laughs) I'm thinking I feel like that's the the Steelers defense. (laughs) It should have been the offensive. X factor, then I think. I was. I'm thinking more of you. You're not just out of the box. No, no, I don't want to nitpick it. I don't want to nitpick it because (laughs) I love the thinking outside the box. All right, there you go. Okay, yeah. It's the pants. Where's the pants? Are you wearing? You should have had the pants. (laughs) You know what? I found out something about those pants. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't realize Zach Banner told me this that the guy has like a tiny waist. And then I looked at him, they're size 38. That's why they never fit me right. Yeah. The guy, a huge 300 pound man with a 38 inch waist, that's that's crazy. Yeah. But I will give you a defensive X factor, and it's going to be Joe Hayden. Okay. All right. Thank you. Dave Schofield, uh, if you want to pick a. Bengals player, I guess you could, but he could just pick a Steelers no, defender. Steelers defensive <laughs> X factor is Joe Burrow. No, um, no, no, you can make an argument there. No. <laughs> so, no, I, I am going to go. I'm, you know what? 
I'm taking the easy path again. You guys get you gave me Ben Roethlisberger for the offense, so I am taking Trent Jordan. Okay, I am going with TJ Watt because Mr. Burrow needs to be introduced to AFC North football, and who better to introduce him to this than one Mr. Trent Jordan Watt? So that's going to be the factor of this game. They've got to disrupt Burrow. They've got to get there. They've got to get home. And I'll tell you what, TJ was on pace for, you know, tons of sacks this year. Right now he's on pace based on the last couple of weeks. He's down to where, to where he's on pace for 14. That's not, that's not the step that the Steelers are looking for. I think he's going to get back on a bigger pace after this game. I like, I hope you're right. Um, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go with Mega Fitzpatrick here with, and I have a, I have a little sidecar for this as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Minka because when you're going against a rookie quarterback, I feel like this is an opportunity where he could really take advantage of Burrow. Minka's a smart player. He's going to study the film. He's going to know that on third and X distance Burrow, if they're in this formation, he likes to go to this direction to this player. I wouldn't be shocked if Minka ends up with another big play. It might be a pick six, might just be an interception. My sidecar is Avery Williamson. Not that he's going to have a huge X factor type performance. I just want to see what he can do. And I think this is the week that you're actually going to see him on the field. Um, it might be splitting the time with Spillane and Williams and thirds. I'm not sure how they're going to utilize him, but I'm excited to see what he can do because he didn't even see the field last week, even though he was dressed. Remember he's wearing 51 folks. So if you see a guy that James is not James Ferrier, that's Avery Williamson, the trade acquisition from the jets out there running around. Grayson Brown gave us $5, put it in the tip jar. We appreciate that. He said, am I wrong? I don't get it. The Bengals is a close competitor. I just don't, I just don't see the the Steelers laying an egg for a division rival. It's a get right game. I am thinking, I think more like Grayson here than a lot of people. A lot of people Mm -hmm. are saying, like I said, they're talking like it's a five, two and one team coming to town. And I'm still thinking this is a rookie quarterback. Go ahead, Dave. What I'm the reason people are concerned, even people that are concerned, I don't know that that means that they think the Steelers are going to lose, but the reason people are concerned is because normally you know what you're getting when you pay, when you face the Cincinnati Bungles, you, you, you know, what's, you know, what both teams are bringing the Steelers. I mean, how much did last week change the perception? I mean, come on, Jeff, you're the one who, who talks about how fans react in your articles. You know, it tanked, I'm pretty sure, because, I mean, look, I the, Steelers, the Steelers have been fantastic on special teams, with the exception of punting, and then they brought back Jordan Berry. And then last week it fell off of a cliff. You know, and so many things, they've, you know, they've been so dominant against the run, and then the last two weeks it's fallen off a cliff. That's the problem. And then you bring in a Bengals team that is unlike what they've seen before because they actually have a capable quarterback that's the, that's I think is why people were thinking that, but it's still your. But who said that? It was a Grayson. I, I lost already. Yeah. He's still right. It's still ASC North football, and that's what we have to remember. I think this. I think the Bengals are going to have the Steelers' full attention this week. Mm-hmm. I think that they're uh, that they are not going to look. Ryan Clark said it on Twitter, and I'll ask you guys real quick as a rapid fire question: If you agree or disagree with him, he said the best team in the NFL is the team that plays the Steelers after they play the Ravens. Dave, do you agree or disagree? <laughs> I can agree with that statement. I know what he means. Brian, yeah. you agree or disagree? Absolutely agree. I mean, that's a that's a huge, huge game. They come from behind and win. And then you got to think the fact that they're playing a, a, a 
two win Dallas team and some that's on the road, but still I could, I could see how there's that. There was that hiccup, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I think the Bengals people that players that say they don't listen to the media are freaking liars. They hear everything that ESPN saying they're seeing the power rankings that they're putting the chiefs and some have the, another team above the undefeated Steelers. I think they're going to come out motivated. Let's do some over under you guys ready. Yep. All right, here we go. A little shorter, little shorter list this week. A little shorter list here. Okay. All right, so this is assuming that Ben Roethlisberger is going to play. We've obviously had everything's um, assuming Ben yes. Roethlisberger is <laughs> going to play. So let's Everything. do ben, ben Roethlisberger throwing touchdowns. We're going to set this at two and a half. Dave, we'll start with you. Two and a half. I'm I'm going to go. I'm going over. I'm going to say three. All right, Brian Anthony Davis over. Okay, how many do you think? You yeah. Think I'm thinking about, oh, let's go four. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's three or four, but I'm going to take the over as well. I think Ben's going to have a good game. Ben Roethlisberger interceptions, one and a half. Dave, start with you. Under. Brian? Under. He's going to play clean. Yeah, I don't think he t- I don't think he turns the ball over. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good offensive line against a team that really can't do much against – the uh, opposition. So let's look at Pittsburgh Steelers sacks as defensive sacks. You know, we went nuts last week against Dallas and boy, they that didn't work. Pittsburgh, so, I'm gonna, so this number might be low, but let's keep that in mind. Pittsburgh sacks on Joe Burrow, three and a half. Dave. <laughs> Do you know what number you just quoted? What? Three and a half. Is that their average? That's their average per game that Cincinnati there gives you up. Go. It's three and a half. And guess what? I didn't even know that. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers are better than the average team that plays the Cincinnati Bengals. So this is going over. I think Brian said he predicted eight last week or something crazy like that. Brian <laughs> predicted two. two this week. They ended on. up with two. So three and a half this week. What do you think, Brian? Well, if we're going to go with three and a half because that's our average, I'm going to go with 4.8. So we're going to go with the over. <laughs> You're going to get 4.8 sacks. Look, the the Cincinnati Bengals offensive offense has given up 28 sacks halfway through the season already. That's incredible. The Steelers are giving up 10, by the way, for those that don't know. Um, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to go with four. I just think they're going to have four. I think that Mr. Uh, Trent Jordan, is that his name? Is that TJ's yep. Trent Jordan? Trent I think Jordan. he's going to end up with two. I think we'll have two. Chase Claypool touchdowns, one and a half. Dave, over under? under one. Oh, okay. Brian Anthony Davis? Under, he gets one. Over, I think he gets two. James Conner, rushing yards, 90. Dave, go ahead. Under. Really? What number are you thinking? 80. Okay. Brian Anthony Davis? 120, so I take over. I I love that prediction. I asked myself, are they going to stick with him, though? I mean, you saw in Dallas where they gave him a series and they gave Benny Snell a series and they gave Anthony McFarlane a series, and then they never got back to the run after that until it was late in the game. Um, I think they do stick with James Conner. I think that Mike Tomlin might be fed up with this running back by committee stuff. He's just going to run with Conner for the rest of the way. I'm going to say over. I think that he at least gets 100. Um, How about takeaways? So Steelers defensive takeaways, two and a half. Dave, what do you think? I'm going to go under. I'm going to say two. Okay, Brian? Over, I'm going three. I'm thinking two as well, so I'm going to take the under. And then lastly, the Bengals can't really get after the quarterback. Um, They only have 11 defensive sacks on the season. 
but we'll say sack surrendered. They didn't give up one last week, but we'll say one and a half. Dave, you think someone like Geno Atkins gets home a couple times? Not a couple times. I'm going under one. Okay. Brian? I like the one as well, under. I'm going to say under, but they keep them clean. I don't think they get to Ben at all. Yeah. So there you have that. That's it. That's it. That's my over-under for the week. There you have it, folks. Um, tell you what, let's do our uh, prediction time. Dave, what's the what's the spread for this game? Oh, the spread for this game is um, the most updated. You know what? I'm going to refresh this again just to make sure. How did it was the right one? Huh? It was six and a half when I made my pick earlier in the week, and then I saw it moved up to seven. It's been seven and a half on Odd Shark all week. Hasn't changed. As the seven consensus. and a half. Seven now, and a half. Tally site was six and a half. Then it no, moved to seven. I, no, forget that. I'm going with seven and a half. Okay. Seven and a half points it is. So, Brian, we'll start with you with our predictions. How do you see this game shaking out? And what's your final score prediction? Well, I'm going to say that the Steelers are definitely going to win this game. So I'll say that first and foremost. I think the, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be a good team in the future. I think they're sowing the seeds for it right now. And Joe Burrow is going to be an MVP in this league, but not yet. He is not ready for prime time when facing the Ravens like he did a few weeks ago in that 27-point loss. I mean, they got crushed. I really think that the Steelers are going to take it to him this week. I joked at the beginning of the show that it's a redemption week for an 8-0 team, but you just said, Jeff, you mentioned that they listen to the, the guys on the radio. They read the papers, and they know what's going on, and they're going to come out, and they're going to be home for the first time after three weeks on the road, and they are going to take these guys to the proverbial woodshed. That's exactly what's going to happen. The Steelers are going to win this game by a score of 38 to 20. 38 to 20. All right. Oh, what's the over under Dave? It is 47 and a half. All right. So you would take the over there too. All right, Brian, what Dave, what about you? What's your prediction? for? The See, game? that's not what tally site had. Tally site had tally something else. Site had much lower. Yes, it was way lower because I originally I had to go. I had originally said under tally sites over under is at forty five and a half. Yeah, because I had to go in and change it to over because I was thinking that it was the that it was it was the consensus because this is the consensus. Um, I don't know of anybody that that's that low. That's that's insane. Anyway, sorry. So I'm hoping that I'm getting these last that these that week nine and week ten backwards that's what i'm hoping that i just kind of messed it up a little bit and, and and got them wrong because last week i wanted to go with the whole notion of when the steelers are favored by more than a touchdown they win but don't cover and i didn't i i convinced myself that they're going to that they were going to do that and they didn't so this week i'm going back to that when the Steelers are favored by more than a touchdown, they win, but don't cover. So I am going to say with the point spread being seven and a half, I'm going to say that the Steelers win 27 to 20. And it Ooh. could even be a, a, a late score from the Bengals to bring it that close. Okay, But that's what I have. Now I'm hoping that my, that my philosophy is backwards that I got, that I just got my, my, you know, I got cross mojination and that what it was, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> And it ended up in my no, sorry, I'm not gonna say that. Um, and that um and that it was last week is when I should have picked that they win, but don't cover it and this week that they win and cover a large spread. So I'm okay being wrong on this one. All right. Your final score is 27-20. Is that what you said? 27-20. Okay. I think this is a game where the Pittsburgh Steelers 
move the ball on offense much more efficiently than they have maybe since you go back to the Cleveland game or even the first half of the Tennessee game. Um, I don't think they have to revert back to the Ben Roethlisberger, no huddle, drawing plays in the sand. You run to that tree and go in. You go to that tree and come back, all that type of stuff. I think that we're going to see the Steelers look a little bit more symbiotic. I think that the defense is going to give up some yards. It's going to be bend or break. I expect a fourth quarter push from Joe Burrow and the Bengals that they might put up like 14 points in the fourth quarter. The Steelers already had the game in hand. They might be letting off the gas a little bit. I like the Steelers to win. I like the Steelers to cover and I take the over. I'll take the Steelers 37 to 23, 37 to 23. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game than people think again, garbage time points for Cincinnati. I'll take 37, 23. There you go. Okay. All right. Let's get to trivia, Dave. Are you ready? I I am ready for trivia, um, but I am going to have to say this. Once again, I was tipped off to this trivia question by one Jeffrey Benedict. He found a pretty cool stat, wanted to send it to me, so this would be pretty cool for trivia. I'm like, that is cool for trivia. So I then I basically went in, confirmed the numbers. He was, he was spot on with this. Um, exactly. The Steelers are halfway through the season. Eight games in. This is this is a big mark of where you can compare compare teams from the past and everything else. There ain't no. So one thing that we obviously know is that when it comes to point differential, they're going to be in the positive because they've they're, they've been positive every game. The Steelers in 2020 through eight games have a point differential of 74 points. Okay, that is the second most since 78 when they started seven and one. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, and in the 70s, they had some other pretty big differentials there, like 75 was a pretty big one, 72, 73, all of those were ahead of 2020. But since 78 and in 2020, there's one other season that through eight games, the Steelers have a higher point differential. Do you know what season that was? Hmm. Brian, you want to guess? Go ahead. I'm going to try 1995. Is he right? Do I have to say if he's right or do I let you guess? He's right. No, no, right. no, he's not right. Okay. Um, I'll go with 2004. That's a really good guess because you because you knew they were sitting at 7-1, and one, correct? Yeah. But no, in 2004, their point differential was only 60 points because, mm-hmm. remember, they got beat decently by Baltimore. Um, and they weren't winning all those games by a ton, believe it or not. And this is the most point differential. Well, this is, I did this since the merger in Steelers history was 124 points in 2007, Mike Tomlin's first year's head coach. They were six and two. They want, they lost their games, I think by three and seven, but the games that they won, they were blowing teams out. They were completely blowing teams out. For um, for example, like they uh, 34 to 7, 26 to 3, 37, 16, 21 to nothing. Okay. 38 to 7. We remember that Baltimore game. Ravens. Very well. So that was the I would I never would have guessed that if Jeffrey would have told yeah. me. I thought that was a I thought that was a really good stat. It's a good stat. Yeah, absolutely. Brian, do you have one tonight or anything off the cuff? Or you know? It would be nonsense, so no. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's fine let's let's do some bold predictions here 
if you don't know, Brian Anthony Davis does an article every every game day. It's the bold and bizarre predictions. And this year, it used to be my favorite part of the segment was uh, or the article was when he would somehow find a way for Le'Veon Bell to work his way back to Pittsburgh and do a rap concert somewhere in and around the stadium, wherever they were playing. And that was his shtick, and it was funny. This year, it's bougie. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's dog. Um, and then also... <laughs> Where's the helmet? Oh, there it is. Okay. It's up, it's it's up. <laughs> my, my, my wife was decorating already, so she moved my Steeler picture down here where my where my helmet usually goes. So the helmets, there you go for YouTube. It's up so, top. Okay, so um, yeah, he he has he's had Dave in there a bunch. Um, in where he's he stole Justin Tucker's kicking cleats, I think. Um, <laughs> one time, but then last week it was me. Who, what did I do last week? You said a, a fit individual wearing the Kylo <laughs> Ren helmet. <laughs> I want you all to know, though, if you check out the article, that there, he might have like eight predictions. Only four are serious, and the other four are just complete, just supposed to be funny. Like, I guarantee there's people that might find that on Google and be like, oh, predictions, and click on like, what the F is this? Fuji's <laughs> dog peeing on... Peeing on Jeffrey Laurie, the owner of the Eagles, what does this have to do with anything? Well, I had him knocking up, basically knocking up Jerry Jones's dog. That's last what week. it was last week. <laughs> that bougie, he's, yes. he's after. So, but he's these, bad bold, bougie. these bold predictions will not be related to the Kylo Ren helmet or for bougie Smith Schuster. But before we get to that, Mr. Oh. and Mrs. Steelers gave us $50 in the tip jar. I mean, this is a. This is the second time in like the last two weeks that we've gotten a $50 tip. I'm going to say what Dave or I don't know if Dave or Brian said, if you accidentally put it in one too many zeros, like, we'll find a way to get your money back. If that's what you're saying. <laughs> but they said, I'm so happy I caught you all live. I usually listen on Amazon. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's all we can say is thank you. We, we would literally be, I say this all the time. We would literally be nothing without our fan base and our fan base has grown so much. Um, I found out like there's people that just listened on the audio side that don't come into the, the YouTube live chat, but our live chat is like this really cohesive group. And it's funny. You all don't like, we know that Brian reads it when he's on a show because he gets distracted, but still, yeah, I mean, we watch the, I watch it. And it's so funny when people chime in and say, it's my first time catching a live show. And what does everyone do? Hey, welcome. It's kind of like cheers. It reminds me yeah. of cheers. Like you have the normal, you have the norms that walk in. Hey, Norm, like what's up? It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy what this has turned into. It literally started. I just to give you all a heads up. This literally started just to, so that we could have better sound quality to our podcast. That's it. We had no interest in ever making money off of this monetizing a YouTube channel, growing it to almost 7,000 subscribers. Like that was never even a thought. It was just a way for us to make our sound better for our audio. And now it's turned into this. So I can't thank you all enough. It's really awesome. So. And I got to jump in here too, because we have know your enemy every single week. We have somebody from either an SB nation site or somewhere else. And they always talk off camera about our live chat and how yeah. much they love our live chat because we're they're really into it. So that's that's a big deal too. So your Steeler fans, everybody talks about Steeler fans around the league, how they represent. You guys and girls, you represent like crazy, so I appreciate it. <laughs> and I, I want to say one thing real quick. 
Last yeah. night, YouTube was down. YouTube was yes. down worldwide. And we're scrambling to figure out how Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict are going to do Know Your Enemy. And we're coming up with a plan B. I'm, we're just we're throwing all kinds of stuff out on, on, on our staff. I gave him like a 15-minute tutorial on how to record a Zoom call. And then, up oh, it's back. Because I go, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we set up to do a practice uh, uh, just to see if YouTube would work. And on StreamYard, didn't let them do it. But it still came up on YouTube. And a live chat jumped in. And people were in on the live chat already chatting up to say, oh, we're going to have a show. And I have to come in and say, I'm so sorry, people. It doesn't look like we're going to have a live show tonight. We're, we're, we're going to be able to upload it to YouTube. I know it's not the same. And boom. I mean, 15 seconds after I said that, YouTube's back up. So then we got to announce to everyone, hey, this show's going to be going away. Make sure you're paying attention to the next one. It was just a fantastic thing. Just we were running a test, and the live chat jumped in. It was <laughs> and it said, "Test, don't, don't, <laughs> don't open this test." Everyone's yeah. like, "Nope, I'm going in." No, nope, yeah. we're going to talk. We're going to talk about the Steelers, and that's really, honestly, it's it's what it, it, people just want to talk about the Steelers at this point. I mean, I'm throwing up. Um, what, what what game was it? The Jets and Patriots were playing on Monday Night Football, and I put up a Monday Night Football open thread, and we had like fifty some people comment. They just oh want to talk about football. I mean, hey, it's a distraction. It's a distraction from all the craziness that's going on that it has been twenty twenty, and so it's a healthy distraction. I love how in the live chat people are saying what characters everyone is on Cheers since I compared it to Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said Dave's the mailman, Cliff. I'm gonna say my Cliff. Is that who I am? I'm guessing Brian would be Norm. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I would be. Both. Oh, you're Sam Malone. Sam Malone. No, wait a second. Ezra already called that because he's a bartender. He's a bartender. Okay, so okay. then um, you can be Woody. <laughs> well, nah, or you, coach. I like Coach better. I like yeah. Coach better. Coach was a lot funnier. I was gonna make you Frazier. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on! I hated <laughs> Frazier. How can you hate Frazier? I hated his character in Cheers. It just wasn't. It didn't fit. I didn't think. I mean, it did. It, I didn't like the spinoff Harry. either. You remember huh? Harry early on? Who was, who was for, Harry from Anderson? Like, yeah, oh. from, he was the magician-like guy that would always. Yes, 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 yes. He would just show up sporadically. <laughs> okay, let's get to our bold and bizarre predictions. Thank you again for the fifty-dollar tip. We really appreciate that. And they did say that it was intentional. They didn't accidentally hit it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right, now everyone's saying Jeff is Frazier. This is pissing me off. Let's get this. Okay, <laughs> all, right, all right, Brian, go ahead. What's your bold? What's your bold? Not bizarre. What's your bold prediction for this week? My bold prediction is that I said it earlier. Eric Ebron's going to go off in this game. He is going to have at least two touchdowns in this game and set himself up for the rest of the season. Okay, I like it. Dave Schofield, bold prediction. Bold prediction. Oh man, I bounced back and forth of what to do because I'm afraid it's not bold enough. My my bold prediction is there will be the, there will be someone on the Steelers with two touchdowns, but to me it's going to be Juju. I think Juju is going to going to going to get two this week. About you know he hasn't had I don't think he's had two since week one, correct? So I think just right where he's going to bounce back in a big way. The other thing I was going to say is that the Steelers are going to, you know, if I do it bougie style, um, Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers go three and out on the first drive. He walks over to Randy Land's clipboard, grabs the papers, and just rips them to shreds and says, we are done with this script. I'm drawing stuff. In the <laughs> I am going to say that um, my bold prediction is that Mr. 
Trent Jordan is going to have a trifecta. He is going to have a sack, at least one. He's going to have a forced fumble, and he's going to have a turnover of some kind. It might be a fumble recovery, but he's going to have – be on the same play. Could all be, he's done it before. Ask Mr. Fitzpatrick down in Miami. He did it to him on Monday Night Football last week, last year. So I think he's going to have a trifecta, Mr. T.J. Watt. Um, real quick, Michael Clark gives us three ninety nine. He says, do we make Burrow look like a rookie? I think yes. Dave, you think so? Um, if anyone's going to, it's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. And because uh, especially when you look at it saying that the Baltimore Ravens did, then I think it's also something that the Steelers can do as well. So, yeah. Brian, you agree? Make him look Ab- like a rookie? Absolutely. I think he's fantastic, but he will look very green. Okay, before we get to final thoughts, I got to put I this up there. On that. I'm like, we got to bring this one up. So a, Donald, Nolan, one. Donald Nolan's been in the live chat for a long, long time, which, by the way, Nathaniel said, <laughs> I don't recommend this. He said, you got to go all the way back to the beginning of the YouTube channel. I had hair. I was... <laughs> <laughs> It was like just me and Lance most of the time. It was really weird. Let me just put it that way. It's really, really weird. So if you're looking for some fun, if you do screen grab it, uh, take a screenshot, put it on Twitter, tag me in it at Jay Hartman uh, underscore PIT and I'll retweet it. I think it's funny to look back at myself. I look like a ridiculous idiot. Okay. So Donald said that Jeff, myself would be Sam Malone. Dave would be coach. (laughs) Oh, bad would be Cliff. I could see that actually. You being Cliff because you have this this crazy off the walls. Big Rosco would be Norm. Okay, Jeffrey would be Fraser, and Beck would be. I think he nailed it. I yeah, I really, he nailed it. Beck was Woody. I think right there is is <laughs> doesn't you can you can take all the rest of them and jumble them up and throw them out and whatever. As long as as long as Beck is Woody, then then we're good. He totally is what he too. He totally is. <laughs> and he doesn't. I guarantee you, if, if Beck, I doubt he probably. I I doubt Beck even listens to the shows. But if he does, I don't even know if he knows what Cheers is. Did that did that run in Canada? I don't know. Well, no. Cheers, eh? Um, <laughs> no, nah, you know, I think it did. I... <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's get to uh, let's get to um, final thoughts. Brian, they'll start with you. Last week was an aberration. You, when Mike Tomlin comes out and says, we are going to get everybody's best, well, we got the bestest that Dallas could do. And that's exactly what happened. You're not going to win every game convincingly. You're going to have those 2 a.m. games that we talk about all the time. The Kansas City Chiefs had a 2 a.m. game that maybe another 30 seconds on the clock, Kansas City goes down to Carolina. And that was right before Pittsburgh's game. This is a AFC North division game. The Steelers are going, they're back home. They are going to be pumped. Everybody talked about Dallas hearing everything and reading everything the week before. And that's what happened. Even all of Dallas's people are saying this team's horrible. They are going to get crushed. You know, those guys are like, we've got some heart. We're not, we're not playing the for a draft pick. We're playing to keep our jobs. And they came out and they played hard. And you have to play hard, like Dave Schofield says, to win in the National Football League. Well, Pittsburgh is going to come back, come out, and they are going to let you know we are 8-0 and for a reason, and this is going to be a very big weekend for a very special team. There you go. Dave Schofield, final thoughts. Yeah, it's funny because my heart says that I want the Steelers to, to just blow this game away. I just finally went back to the logic of, you know, the big point spread stuff. 
but really Brian, you know, took my line, which no, not, that sounded really bad. Like I was upset that he went line. But no, it's go out there, play hard. There's it's really hard for a team to go 16 and 0 in in the NFL. If the Steelers are going to have a loss this season, do you really think that they're going to let an AFC North team that they're favored to win by over a touchdown be that team that says they get to knock off the Steelers? No. AFC North football is a completely different thing to this team. And they get to come back home. And what happened the last time they were at home? They played a complete game and they won 38 to 7 or whatever it was. So let's let's do that coming back home. Yeah, you guys put it well. Uh, not much I can add to that other than, you know, here we go, second half of the season. Pittsburgh Steelers want to keep this streak going. Some people are saying we don't want to go 16-0. Look, you can say whatever you want. I think the odds of them going 16-0 are not great, but you don't want to lose this one. And I think the Steelers have, like I said earlier in the show, the Bengals have the Steelers' full attention. If they overlook Dallas, they're not overlooking this game. They're back at home. Three-game road stretch is done. And they want to make a statement. They want to make a statement that, look, hey, we are the only undefeated team, and we're not just the team with the best record. We are one of the best teams in the league. We're going to prove it. And so I hope they make Joe Burrow look like a rookie, period. Make him look like a rookie. Maybe emulate what the Baltimore Ravens did to him earlier this season where he had his lowest output of his short and young career so far. So uh, we'll see what they can do against old tiny hands. Uh, but you know what? That's That about does it for us here. The Steelers preview. And uh, I want to make sure everyone is aware that wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you download it wherever you get it. Apple tunes, iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, anchor, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. Search behind the steel curtain, search Steelers, follow us. So you don't miss a thing behind the steel curtain.com. As Dave always says, nah, it's, it's actually me. I should be your <laughs> yeah. one stop shop for all things. Steelers. Make sure I you stole your line. <laughs> <It's okay>. Nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Yes, your nonstop shot. So your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. Check us out. And, hey, we will be back, the three of us, after the game on Sunday. So check out all of our content. kickoff. Yeah, good point. 425, not 1 o'clock. Set your schedules accordingly. We'll be there. Make sure you join us. We'll see you next time next week where we preview the upcoming Jaguars game. Dave, send us out. Hey. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.